0: Make Me Laugh. Welcome to Make Me Laugh, the comedy podcast that loves climate change. But Pete, well, climate change is harmful. What's your problem? Harmful? Harmful, according to some people, not others I talk to, who say things like, Hey Pete, you stupid coastal elite, if you believe in climate change, why is there a polar bear on the logo for Klondike bars? That's the level of the debate, folks. That's why we love climate change at MML. It gets people fired up. And we're no exception here. The executive producer and I just had a huge climate change fight right outside the studio. Seriously. He was telling me how the extreme temperatures were going to wreak havoc on the global ecosystem. So we went outside the studio. 77 degrees. Beautiful moderate temps, lovely weather, I said, this doesn't seem very extreme to me. He said, you're missing the point, Pete. It's an aggregate effect over a multi-year time frame. I said, how are we going to settle this debate? We could just stand here for 19 years and just see what happens. Five, the fives. Fives this week is coming in from Coast Crusher on the Olympic Peninsula writing five things that environmental scientists will never tell you. Number one, we made up all that climate change shit as a prank. We didn't care about data. We just wanted to go viral. (laughs) Number two thing environmental scientists will never tell you. When we said we were studying the migration patterns of Arctic birds, that was code for thanks for the government funding. Talk to you when we get back from our Alaskan cruise assholes. (laughs) Third thing, environmental scientists will never tell you ever seen a documentary of a polar bear trying to survive? That's the one that failed the Coca Cola polar bear commercial audition. Eey. Fourth thing, environmental scientists will never tell you we never even use the scientific method. It's much more fun to just type up shit that pisses off evangelicals like evolution, natural selection, and black holes. Jesus Christ, they're stupid. <laughs> Fifth thing environmental scientists will never tell you, remember that government grant money we got? Well, we blew half of it opening our own CrossFit gym. The other half we invested in hookers, cocaine, and five-hour energy. (laughs) Mail, 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 mail. Mail today, subject, climate change. It reads, Pete, I noticed that you tiptoe around all the issues, and you never seem to actually stand for anything why don't you bow up <laughs> jeez and tell us how you really feel about a major issue for example what is your position on climate change thanks for mml and good luck growing a backbone you creepy invertebrate <laughs> Signed, big jim all right jim the uh, climate change is an interesting phrase because it's two words And the only word people focus on is climate. What about the word change? I thought change was supposed to be... Isn't everybody always saying, like, embrace change? Now, these scientists, they want no change? Are they against evolution now? That would be like someone saying, you know, they want to return to the 1950s in the age of Jim Crow. Is that what these scientists are saying? Maybe that's just the MML hot take for, you know, that could be picked up by some cable news uh, outlet. When we come back from the break, some people are starting to say that the environmental science community is rife with bigotry. More after these words. (laughs) Now, to be clear, I'm throwing out ridiculous lines of thought, but it's all just the mirror that I'm holding up. You watch the issues and how they're covered in the news. It's all just idiots screaming at one another. Why do people love the screaming idiot and yet shun the serious scientists? Why don't we listen to the scientists? Again, it's very simple. There are a couple very basic reasons why nobody listens to scientists. Number one, scientists, they're boring. They want to talk about graphs and data and all this research stuff. It gets hard to understand. People want to watch other people fighting and trolling. That gives more dopamine hits than some guy in a lab coat. Unless you get one of those conspiracy theory scientists. You know the guy that comes on and they give his bio and you hear that he used to be some esteemed researcher? but then the crazy side kicks in and he starts talking about zombies and government-controlled algorithms and data (laughs) sets. Oh, wait, (laughs) that was actually me on episodes 21 through 37 of the MML podcast. Now, number two reason why nobody uh, listens to the science is global warming is too slow. That's the second reason. This is what I was alluding to when I talked to the executive producer earlier who is nowhere to be found right now, by the way. It's probably outside fucking staring at the sun. <laughs> wondering why it's not, you know, perceptibly getting hotter. Anyway, our screen-addicted brains don't have time to observe climate change. For humans to take note of climate change, there would have to be very rapid and extreme changes. Look, we could place an active volcano beside most people's homes of record, but they would never even look up from their devices, right? They say something like global sea levels will rise two inches in the next 29 years, which I think is more than they actually say. And nobody cares about that. People are like, dude, I'm trying to pay my fucking rent here. What are you talking about? Or, hey, leave me alone. I'm trying to get my fucking system to reboot so I can play uh, Call of Duty 73 here. Don't be coming at me with some talk about the sea and extinction of 50% of all species. (laughs) Like, look, if you put an active volcano right outside of someone's home of record, they're not going to care. You'd be like, dude, look out your window. That volcano is smoking. It's probably going to erupt soon. They don't care. The only thing they're going to do is, is, you know, record it, post a video of it, and the attention span is so low, they almost immediately forget about it and become immersed in looking at videos of people playing video games. That's right. You you know, you have an active volcano 275 feet from someone's fucking house, and they want to watch some guy in New Zealand playing Minecraft instead of trying to figure out if they need to evacuate. Anyway, back to the email. Look, Jim, I'm just messing around here because you're an MML listener. You don't need me to tell you the situation is dire. There's only one entity that's going to walk away from this whole mess, and that is Mother Nature. Nature is going to take its course so we can mess with the atmosphere and the oceans. And guess what? Mother Nature is just going to apply the same laws of physics. There's nothing to fucking debate. They're going to be tipping points? Yeah, probably, I would guess. I'll tell you what, read um, Thomas Friedman's book, Thank You for Being Late. He breaks it all down eloquently and effectively. Pete Z sounds like... Pete Z sounds... Sounds like this week coming in from Bad Beat and they're environmental specific. That's sweet. If you got topicality you want to cover, just indicate it when you send it in and I'll map it to the proper episode. Anyway, Bad Beat's got PZ sounds like an environmental scientist that claims he can convince everyone that climate change is real. And then goes on a 45-minute rant about the derivation. Of the linear regression used in his new climate model. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Nobody's going to listen to that shit, dude. PZ sounds like a rogue conspiracy theorist that cuts a major regional power line, then returns home as infuriated upon realizing he inadvertently cut off power to his own home, thereby rendering him unable to connect to the Onion router. Go mind some Bitcoin, creep. <laughs> Number three, PZ sounds like a person that thinks they are saving the planet by recycling one bottle, yet fails to realize there are 1.8 trillion pieces of plastic in the Pacific Ocean. I think that's fucking true, too. Unbelievable. PZ sounds like a climate science denier that won't shut up that there was an ice storm last winter yet whose skin is severely sunburned following his attendance at a Little League game where he accused the umpire of being an environmentalist for dusting off home plate. <laughs> Pete sounds like a well-coiffed man who succinctly touts the benefits of coal-fired plants, yet fails to reveal that his own coal company treats its employees like cattle because they find them deplorable. Ah, yes, unbelievable, bad beat, the irony. Thanks for joining MML Today, a tough topic. The environment had to tiptoe around it, as Jim alluded to. I don't like to take any stands on controversial topics, right? That's the problem. All these topics get pretty tough if you want to go through them objectively. And the mind control apparatus behind the algorithms likes it way better if you just watch the video of the guy playing Roblox with a voiceover and watching through the ads. So much easier. It goes down so much better. You know who else loves it? Big Corn loves this shit. That's who. So what can one do? It's very simple, folks. Keep your DBQ low, your home of record in pristine working order, and your forearms primed and ready. That's about all the prep you can do. If you enjoy the MML product, share it with your colleagues both foreign and domestic. If you have content you'd like to hear on the pod, just shoot it to me at pccomedy at gmail. Thanks for tuning in and I'll talk to you all next week.